Eric Estep here. One of my favorite parts of being a NASCAR fan is collecting diecasts. It's how I got my start on YouTube, actually. To me, a room is not complete until it features shelves of NASCAR diecast cars. It's as good a time as ever to continue your collection or begin an all-new one by pre-ordering your favorite driver's 2022 next-gen diecast at LionelRacing.com or at any authorized Lionel retailer. Lionel is the official diecast of NASCAR, and don't miss Lionel Racing's NASCAR Authentics diecasts at a Walmart or Target near you. Not only is Lionel the official diecast of NASCAR, but they're also official supporters of the Out of the Groove Podcast Network. So what are you waiting for? Head to LionelRacing.com to order your favorite driver's 2022 diecast. Welcome to Wheelman of Genius. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Wheelman of Genius. It is episode 43. The Richard Petty episode. Maybe. Possibly. Just a number. Just a number. He's not our guest today. That'd be really cool. One day down the road, we'll get him on, probably. Probably not. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. You never know what could shake out in the podcast game. Uh... But yeah, we're we're down and rolling. Um, just got back from Daytona last week. A um, little bit of a exciting show that was. Uh, both races, honestly, uh, ended not well for me. Unfortunately, um, stuck to the plan. Rode around green, white, checkered. Time to go crashed you went hard yeah yeah and uh it's the way she goes in speedway racing i guess i saw the seas parting i saw my hole i went and i was met by a car sliding across the racetrack so if only you were one position behind you you would have finished second if i was one no one position behind me finished first (laughs) clemens was pushing me um yeah well, Timmy I was, was right Timmy. next to me. Yeah, Timmy was like right in my proximity too. Uh, actually, he was he was I guess one in front of me at the at that time. I believe I was like three top maybe going down the back straightaway. I was pushing the five car. There was some jumble on the restart. Like no one went, and that screwed me up big. Uh, but anyway, yeah, pushing the five car. AJ Allmendinger pulls to my left. Starts pushing Timmy. And I have the 51 behind me. Everybody starts wrecking. Like I said, it, it I could see turn three clearly. And I could see like three cars still rolling. And I'm like, dude, we're golden. Golden. Whack. <laughs> 14 car across the track. Uh, but yeah, that's how speed racing goes. Got to take an ambulance ride and read some numbers off an of iPad in the care center. So uh that's probably the worst part about crashing, too, by the way. I don't know if you ever gone in the care center when we're having to do that. But you're extremely annoyed more than anything. Like, you just crashed. You're mad. And it's like a concussion test. I don't know if you've ever seen them do it, but, like, they give you this iPad. And there's three pages. At first, there's, like, ten rows of numbers on there, and they're all kind of spread out differently. Well, actually, the first time it's all uniform, you read the numbers off. Second page. The numbers are kind of like the spacing's different. Read the numbers off. And then the spacing's different and they're real tight. And you gotta read the numbers off. And like, I guess if you can't do it in time or if you're way off from your baseline, uh, it kind of means you have a concussion. Um, but normally when you're in there, you're so angry, you're just reading numbers off like a madman. You're just like five, three, four, five, six, like real quick. You got to watch the end of the race or at least part of it. They wrecked again. So while also in the care center, <laughs> kind of like rushing us out. Like we got more coming. Uh, but yeah, then Sunday, I didn't really get to well, watch the, the race. The I winner of the race didn't even win the race. Yeah. Yeah. He had a, some kind of intake thing. I saw he appealed, uh, said it actually made it worse. Yeah. So we'll see if uh, he can get the appeal. It was, it was two thousand two thousands too short. Really? Two thousands. Two thousands, two thousands, point zero. I mean, I'm sure there's tolerances, and if you're at the bottom end of the tolerance, like 
I don't know. I, I don't know. We'll see if they win the appeal for Jeremy's sake. I hope they do. It's good. To I see heard it. that that intake that was on that car at Daytona was the same one that was used for the win at Road America. That's not true. That's what I heard. Well, I mean, someone might have told you that because it sounds like a good story, but you're not going to use the same intake as a, at a road course. You are super speedway. Is there the, is there that much difference between yes. the two? Do you want to go I, into it? I mean, intakes are like better at speedways. I mean, at least that's what I would, I believe, because I mean, we we move intakes around all the time. They also build their own engines. Yeah, I guess if they're, I mean, if that's what they wanted on that engine, I guess that's how it goes. But I, I don't know. I mean, everywhere you go is kind of a plate tracker or stricter plate track nowadays. You have a tapered spacer everywhere you go. So, uh, yeah. But yeah, then the cup race obviously rained out hard Saturday. I got to watch some of it Sunday. I get, I did get to see the big wreck in the rain, uh, which was interesting to say the least. Sucks. Like they had to suck so hard. I wonder how many of them like could see the rain dropping on the windshield, but at the same time you can't slow down because everybody. Where else are you gonna going to go? Exactly. Yeah, you can't do go. anything about it. You're just in a helpless position. Just gonna hope, go off in there and hope it works. Because the idiot next to you is like, you can't, y'all, yeah, you're not going to all collectively slow down. Like, you won't get like, I got it. I'm going to go win this race. Yeah. This weekend kind of, kind of sucked from my perspective. It didn't suck for me. I mean, we had to wait around all day Friday and starting at 10 30 at night. So, luckily for us, there was a lightning hold. Well, I'm not going to say luckily for us. We got to the track, we flew in, we got there at about, 9 30, 10 o'clock. The garage was supposed to open at noon. The garage didn't open till 3, 3 30. And luckily, all of our cars passed the first time around in tech. Yeah. Because I heard when people were going through second time, that there was another lightning hold. Yeah. So that's how we worked, too. I did get to the Portofino on Friday night. You did. You made it over there. I did. I drove past it. I didn't ever go in. It was. As great as I remember. Yeah, it's it's always good. It's never bad. I can promise you that. Did you get the cannoli? Nope. I got uh cheesecake. Mm, mm, I'm starving right now. I haven't eaten. Uh that's why we delayed the podcast so I could eat dinner. Yeah, it's all about Matt. I was actually I actually made dinner. It was really good. But we were, go into it, dog. Uh it was seasoned chicken topped with uh, kind of a it was kale, capers, onions, tomato sauce, and then some seasoned potatoes. That sounds pretty right. Sounds pretty right. Cook Chef Matt. It's way better than the stuff that you eat. Debatable. It's a I can tell you one better. thing. I can tell you one thing. I began to clean up a lot more and had to do a whole lot more work because I just pop my meals in the microwave. Three minutes, three and a half minutes, depending on how long they've been in my freezer. And we roll. See, that's the difference between you and I. Like, I get satisfaction out of making my food. I do, too, but I hate cleaning up everything afterwards. That's the issue. See, I cook with my fiance and she does the clean. I cook. I do the cooking and she does the cleaning. It's a perfect team scenario. I see. I see. But yeah, Daytona. uh, Well, let me finish my Daytona. Yeah, go roll on, roll on. I mean, you talk for 15 minutes. Let me talk. You should see the the look on Bailey's face right now. He's so just over it. Anyway, we're at the Portofino and uh, me and a friend and the owner comes out and he comes up to the table and he whispers really loud. Hey, it's Donna's birthday. When, When I give you the cue, you guys start singing. And he said this to every table in the restaurant. And then he disappears and then 10 minutes goes by and you just hear him from the back, start yelling, happy birthday. And he's like trying to pump the crowd up to get people to sing happy birthday. And we're all like kind of half-assing it. He's like, come on, you guys got to sing better than that. And then we all performed and it was electric. like, I said, are y'all having a good night? <laughs> pretty much. That's pretty much what it was. Y'all were singing. 
We, I mean, we we're lame. So Y'all so lame. Freaking no, we were singing, but it was race like, team ah. guys thinking they're too cool to sing happy birthday to Buddy at Portofino. No, it was classic. Like, ours was happy birthday. You know, we, we didn't put a lot of effort into it. Yeah, yeah, classic. By the end of classic it, maneuver. By the Whack, end of it, we were, we were all we were all. I'm sure, oh, I'm sure you're trying to backpedal now. But so, what, what else do you have going on? You had to wait out the rain. So Sunday morning, we went to P1 listener Nancy's house because she lives just outside of, um, she lives, I'm not going to dox her like that. Yeah, she lives close. Either. She lives close to Daytona. So we went, had an amazing brunch at her house. Had some um, beverages. <laughs> no, no mimosas. It was uh, a different. Bloody Mary's, all right. It was, um, I can't confirm or deny. Uh, had a great brunch and then it was an omen to what was going to happen the rest of the day. As soon as we start leaving, it starts raining. Yeah. So we got to the racetrack probably three o'clock and it rained, it rained, it rained. We left at about eight, no, nine 30. And, uh, someone I know is really good friends with Jeremy Clements. And they were yeah. having they were having a get together to celebrate the win. I was under the assumption that this was at a restaurant because they were talking about the food and it was it sounded pretty good. So we start heading that way. We're stuck in race traffic now, trying to get just get away from Daytona. And this one street went from two lanes to one. So me being the nice guy that I am, I was in the right lane. I let three cars in. Right. I let three cars in three. I want to stress that. I let three cars in. So naturally I start going again. And this guy just comes up on on the left-hand lane. He's right at the cones and he starts just coming over, coming over, coming over. I'm like, bro, I just let three cars in. You're not, you're not getting over. So this man rolls down his window and starts pointing the finger at me i rolled down my window his wife goes we didn't see the cones let us in i turned to him and said sir calm this is me being calm sir i just let three cars in it's now my turn to go i am going to go now he looks at me are you threatening me (laughs) that sounds like a threat i said no i'm that's a promise i'm just gonna go and he's like throwing his hands up at me. I'm like, sir, I don't know what you want from me, but you're in the wrong here. And then I rolled up my window and he rolled up his window. So traffic starts moving. So I start going. Naturally, this guy keeps coming over. So I just keep driving and I cut him off and he gave me the finger. See, so you, you're too nice. And that guy's like, oh, he's like, oh, three cars. One more is not one more is not anything. Yeah. But then that's my limit, you know? Yeah. But you should only do one. No, I the three was it's one. It's one, 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 one. You let one in, one goes. One in, one goes. That doesn't help traffic, though. Yes, it does. It, it actually perfectly helps traffic. You keep it uniform. Uniform. Well, nobody else was doing that, so tough cookies. Wow. Anyway, so I was under the assumption that this party was at a restaurant. So we're like, we're going, we're going, we're going. Turn left here, turn right here. You know, we're just going, going, going. Pretty soon we're out in the middle of nowhere. Like there's nothing around. And we just pull up to this gate, a community. I'm like, Kate, is this, is this party at someone's house? She goes, oh yeah, it's at someone's house. And like, I don't know that many people. I knew the people that I showed up with. And it was just a weird experience. Just a weird experience. Yeah, honestly, I had a good time in Daytona. We went down a day early. We left Wednesday night, uh, drove straight down there from the shop, got to stay in the Johnny Davis River House. It's kind of nice, dude. Inlet. Got to hang out. They called the River House. They called the River House. The the road's actually called River something. Oh, you want to hear something that really grinds my gears? I mean, if you want to, I mean, I just let you talk for 15 minutes. But go ahead. Well, I'm going to go ahead anyway. So when, you know, you're, you're at your job race day stuff or the day before, and you have an, a friend that calls and says, 
Hey man, uh, do you think you can find me two hot passes? Like I'm, I'm out. And you say, ah, maybe, I, I don't know. I can't do it right now, but you know, let me, let me make some phone calls. I'm a connected person. Like I can, I can make some phone no. calls and make some stuff happen. I'll even finish me, a story and then I'll, I'll clarify the real story here. Cause so he's then, talking about me. So then I make some phone calls. I do some zigging and zagging and I, I find these two hot passes for him. And I call him back. I'm like, Hey buddy, I got you two hot passes for you. Just give me the names and stuff. He goes, ah, oh, don't worry about it. They're not even coming anyway. Yeah. Well, we ended our conversation like, okay, you're not getting these hot passes. That's what I was under the assumption that if you weren't like, Oh, let me work on it. You were like, ah, that sucks. Can't get hot passes. Sorry. I can't get them. And then you call it. Oh, I got them. And I'm like, well, I don't need them anymore. Why would you have said I can't get them and then continue to try to get them? You're just trying to make me look like an ass. That's all you're doing when you do something like that. I didn't, I never said that. You said that. No. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah my opinion you're the one it. that's calling yourself an asshole. Because you facilitated that. You facilitated that uh, perception of myself. And I well, don't like that. Well, but anyway, I was staying at the John Davis River House. We got down there a day early. We had some sweet bikes. I went and biked down the road. Felt like Debo on the beach cruiser. Uh, rolled around, went to a surf shop. Got some clothes because I like. We, I thought we were going to leave Wednesday, but I wasn't sure. I was like, oh, no, we're not. I have everything else about it. And then I texted on Tuesday. I'm like, so are we leaving tomorrow? I was like, oh, yeah, we're leaving tomorrow. This is at 9 o'clock at night. So I threw a bag together. Did not have all the clothes I needed. Had to go buy some. Uh, but yeah, it was honestly a fun weekend. I mean, like I said, it sucked. It rained all day. It's Friday. Um, and then the race kind of, I mean, it didn't suck for us. We had a good car, honestly. Alcacel's number four, rolling. Uh, but yeah, that is what it is. Uh, and then obviously it rained during the cup race. Jumped a bunch of cars. Well, to be fair, it was raining intermittently throughout that whole race. Yeah, but you're in Daytona. It's not like you're somewhere else where it's like going to stay the same. Like, you know, like eventually at Daytona, when it's doing that, it's going to rain hard at some point. Like, it's going to rain hard. Yeah, I love the people. And there's got to be, there's got to be people like in the corners. Like, the, like, it's not like when they got down in there. And they were already in the corner and just started raining. Like it was raining before they got there. That is what it is. It sucks. Hopefully next time won't happen again. I don't I mean, know what you do to fix it other than change where, when, what time of year you race Daytona. Yeah. But then it's not season good. finale. <laughs> yeah. That'd be great for the championship. Let's go to a plate race. You'd have like all the teams just pushing their car for the championship. Actually yeah. be kind of sick, honestly, like see the teams fully team up. I love the chaos. I just do. I love the chaos of 25 cars wrecking out. And like the only thing that's left was the guys who started, you know, 34, 35, 36, and 37. I love that kind of chaos. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely cool, I guess. I mean, that was both races, honestly. I mean, yeah, they're pretty, pretty wild, pretty wild races, which was expected. I mean, we talked about, you were denying it. You were like, oh, every time you go down there. Like, oh, I know. I was crazy. trying to, I was trying to, you know, reverse psychology of the race. Oh, it was definitely, but I to be fair, all the other wrecks too. But. To be fair, there was a time in both races where it was just single file. It always like, is going to be a plate race, but I mean, it's usually the final stage, stage two. The final, yeah, it always is stage two. Everybody's like kind of like antsy in the beginning. They kind of race pretty hard. And then it was like, okay, it's time to calm down. Let's, let's bring it down a notch, stage two. Like and then stage the, three right back up in the cup race. I think at one point the top lane had like 28 cars in it. Well, yeah. I mean, the, the thing with the Xfinity race is it's shorter than like the spring race. It was 250 miles and the final stage was only 40 laps. So there's no green, like there's no, you don't have to pit again. Right. So from the drop of the green on stage three, it's on, like, you don't know what's going to happen. Like it could go all the way to the end. So you better be towards the front. Uh, but yeah, definitely wild. I wonder how that, uh, as we're speaking right now, they're racing at North Wilkesboro, sold out crowd traffic 
and all that. I heard it was terrible. I mean, I'd imagine it was. First time having that many people back, I imagine it was pretty bad. So I had a promo code to watch it for free, and I, I still can't even figure out how you to do it. You fumbled it. You can't figure it out. But reports from the racetrack. Um, let's see what I got here. They got race uh, monitor out there? The scoreboard doesn't work at the track, so there's no telling who's leading or how many laps are left. Really? I mean, that's yeah. not that surprising. Let's see. I do uh, not think they're on. Yeah, oh. they are on race monitor. They are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, 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 we're looking in. This is a uh, live. A live right look now. in. Uh, there's 50. Yeah, but by the time this airs. Yeah, this <laughs> we'll over. all know. Uh, it looks like, unfortunately for all of the fans, there is a junior motorsports car leading the race. Yeah, it's just it's just not the one that everybody wants. Yeah, juniors just saving tires right now, dude. Oh, with fifteen laps to go. I heard Wilkesboro's tough on tires. Friend of the program, Stephen Parsons is P fourteen. Yeah, Dale's That'd probably be a pretty fun race, late model socks there to drive. Uh, Dale's lookalike in the movie three, Chad McCombie is right is in P twenty. That was him. That's Chad know, McCombie. You didn't know that? No. Like wow. the, you they learn got something the, new every pod. They got on the stage together, and someone posted the classic Spider Man Spider Man pointing at each other. Oh movie. yeah, that's pretty good. Because he's working on the weed whacker, you know, out at his RV behind Dale's house. Oh, really? Have you never seen? I don't know, but I probably did when I was really young. It's been a while. Actually, I kind of remember. Isn't there like a scene where he's like sitting there with like a a good boombox outside a RV or something, or fixing the weed weed eater? Okay, okay. Weed whacker. See, I, I remember that scene. I just didn't put the weed whacker in there. The weed whacker was on the occasion. I remember the radio, though. Classic. So what is your favorite thing to do during a rain delay? Like a long, like a very long rain delay? It depends on what's available. If I get my PlayStation with me, I'd be hooking that thing up in the trailer. Run a little sprint car road to Knoxville, maybe. Uh but we didn't have that this week. But honestly, just chilling, chilling in the holler, chilling in the lounge, go outside, check out the check out what's going on. Still raining. Back to the lounge. <laughs> Scroll Twitter, maybe. What's no cell phone service? Yeah, what's insufferable for me is like, especially in a place like Daytona and stuff. It's already really hot outside, even when oh, it's yeah. raining, and your the AC only works so good in these haulers. So when you pack the entire pit crew plus the entire road crew and then all the other people in there, you might as well just go stand outside because it's hot. The leader of this race is, oh, no. What happened? Dale's coming on strong. He's at the fourth. I think he's going to run out of laps. He's five seconds behind the leader. I know that's the one thing I don't get is why is he's moving up spots, but he is like losing time quickly. Yeah, he just lost the 10th. He's up to third, though. Maybe this was their plan. Wait till 10 to go to roll. It's kind of crazy. But yeah, that's going on in Booksboro right now. You guys will figure out all of the running order and stuff by the time this comes out. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Interesting. He's going to run top three, probably. But yeah, it's honestly kind of cool to see all the pictures and stuff, all the people out there. Uh, they had to open up extra grandstands for this event, the cars race. I'm going to go hot take on this one. I don't really care about North Wilkesboro. I still, yeah, I, I know. You I have like to be a contrarian. Yeah, I haven't since the beginning. And I probably still won't when they get a truck race. Why? Why not? Why would you not be happy that a truck's I mean what if trucks went to South Boston? Would you be happy about that? Probably not. Then what the hell's the matter with you? Honestly. You wouldn't be like, oh sick, a truck race at no, South Chicago Boston. Land. 
Like, yeah, I mean, honestly, who cares about that? Like, people are all on Chicago Land. Honestly, a truck race at, at Milwaukee. Okay, so what's the difference between getting that short track and this short track? Other um, than it being in your home state. Milwaukee j- just needs a race. I agree that they do. I totally agree that they do. Yeah, he's running out of time. He's gained a half second the past two laps. But uh, I don't know. Hopefully, Milwaukee can get a date. Hopefully, that's why the, the schedule holdup is, is going like it is. It's, it's all in the Milwaukee uh, truck race. It's all in the yeah, Peter series that's, race. That's what's holding up the entire schedule for the entire yeah. series. I mean, since our last podcast, uh, going back to our roots in the truck series, going back to the genesis, the beginning. Yep. Tough trucks. Craftsman the truck super, series. The super truck series. You know it. Craftsman. That video that NASCAR put together, though, that was that gave me goosebumps. I'm pumped. The Craftsman truck series. Hopefully, see him back in Milwaukee. Maybe a maybe a race at Iowa. Iowa perhaps. would be cool. Iowa. They need to go back to Iowa. Oh damn! Yellows out. Junior's gonna win this thing, dude. He's been like a half second faster than the leader the past five laps. Yellow out. Two to go. I bet you, I'm sure they found some debris on the racetrack. Damn. Gotta get old, gotta get old June bug right behind a leader. We'll see. I'm pumped, dude. If he wins, they're, they're going to blow the roof off that place. There is no roof. You the get fans, what I'm saying. Shut up. Jeez. The, the fans will rip that place apart. Yeah, it'll be like. Uh, and then they don't have to do any more destruction. Yeah, it'll be. <laughs> They'll just be ready for the dirt race. It'll be like when a college wins the like championship and they tear the goal or the big down. rivalry game. Yeah, 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 that'd be awesome. Flaming couches up in North Wilkesboro. Yeah, see, <laughs> I guarantee. Nine months from this evening, if Dale Junior wins, there will be about fifty kids named Dale. <laughs> <laughs> it's probable. Honestly, I saw a picture and there's like a million green sun drop shirts there. Damn. Like Dale every Jr. fifth person. Dale Jr. ran his fastest lap on 91. I told you, man, he's safe and tired, but so did Mason Diaz. And so did Bobby McCarty. And so did Jonathan Schaefer. And so did Kate Honeycutt. So did Brennan Queen. And they're all saving. <laughs> every single. I'm here in the asphalt. I've heard the asphalt's like so bad there that. You like you cannot go in the beginning. Like that's what happened. There's a kid, uh, Mini Tyrell was leading. Have you ever seen that kid? He's twenty. He's twenty second right now. Have you ever seen that kid? Yeah, yeah. He's a tiny but portly looking little guy. Dude, you should have seen him like four years ago. I know he was squ- he was a, he was what you call a garden shed. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I'm kind of it sucks. You didn't get that damn stream up. We could have talked about it. Yeah, even well, though we're we're kind of already over overdoing the podcast with this right now, but uh, we're yeah, really we're, derailed. Where are we going this week? Darlington. Yeah, looking Darlington. forward to Darlington. It's gonna be who high. You got on the who you got on the car this week? High V, High V. They got the deals right here. Highvdeals.com, baby. But yeah, I'm pretty pumped. We got our car done today. Actually, it's looking good. It's looking real good. Same car I ran in New Hampshire. This car's last outing was a top 10. Uh, we'll see what we got down at Darlington. Darlington, South Carolina for the... Get you back in the money. Yeah, I got to work on that. That crash did not help us as far as owner's points, but we're not far out. We're like seven points behind 28th or 27th. Like, they're all tied. 20, yeah, from 25th on down, it's just... Crazy. And we got to work on the dang driver's points, dude. We have we have some opportunity there in the driver's points to really make up some points. So we're going to work on that. Uh, we're just going to save a set of tires to the end, and we're going to go win that sucker. Uh, that's always the dream. You always think, like, man, what if we just saved a set? But whenever it comes down to it, you never save the set. You got to use them. Oh, you got to burn them. You absolutely have to. Like, at Darlington, of all places, you have to use the tires. As the uh... – as the old heads smoke them if you got them. You know, yeah, smoke them if you got them. them. Dude, I heard Larry Max said that on a broadcast one time and I died laughing. He's like, What do you think, Larry Mack? Smoke them if you got them. Come on, get four. I was like, Yes. <laughs> that is exactly what I wanted to hear. <laughs> is uh is LeBay running this weekend? 
I don't think he uh, is. No, he's not. So that's a good point today for you. It helps. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what we got. I, honestly, I'm, I'm very confident in our car this weekend. I feel like it's going to be really good. And last time I was at Darlington, it didn't go the best for us. I'm pretty sure we had loose wheels, and that really hurt us at the end. But uh, this car, the car will be better this time. We changed our stuff. Like, we were trying this caster stuff for a little bit. We got off of it. And uh, we're back to what I like. So we'll see what we got. I'm pretty pumped, though. And last time we were there, I was honestly, like, starting to get pretty comfortable, like, actually racing Darlington, which I never really have been. It's always been a walking on eggshells kind of thing there and running the wall and stuff. But like I kind of figured it out last time. I had some confidence going into it this time. So should be good. Ready to get up there and rip the fence. I was trying to tell him to put slick tape like he put on the front and rear bumper at Speedways. Put it on that right rear quarter. Yeah, I'm sure that's legal. I don't see why it's not. Uh, we're green with two to go. Yeah, I mean, we're not going to work. We probably just let it run out here. But uh, I don't know. Oh, damn! What a hell of a jump by Carson! Holy cow! Eight tenths, one lap. What do you run? It's done. He ran a twenty eighty eight. Everybody else is in the twenty ones. Holy crap! How is he so much faster than everybody? Traction control. Oh no! I bet he just saved time. I mean, when you're out front like that, you can save like no other. So it's over. Congratulations, Carson. Carson Quapa wins. Dale Earnhardt Jr. in third. Good day for Junior Motorsports. Two on the podium. One's going to the roof, baby. Let's go. We need more cool victory lanes like that. I mean, we have Bristol. Bristol's the only one on the roof. Let's put one in the grandstands or something like really wacky. That'd just be weird. Maybe with that new Texas configuration. The Chicago street course will be in the in the stands. It'll be on the front straightaway. They'll, they'll roll one out like they do for Coda. Yay, congratulations. I don't know, dude. Let's put them weird places. We need to bring the Victory Lane interview back, and we need to have wacky location Victory Lanes. So I do can, you want to do Victory Lane interviews, or do you want to still do front stretch interviews? Victory Lane interviews are better because it's the environment's better, the team's all there. More chance for sponsors to get their plugs. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, the front stretch interview is cool. It's kind of short tracky. You, the fans might be slightly. I guess they are more involved. Uh, the driver probably shows more emotion because it's more like right after the race, and they're kind of out on out on the island by themselves and in front of in front of a bunch of people. But the victory lane interview was just so cool. It, and really, it just lacks the excitement you used to get of the guy getting out in victory lane. You know what I mean? Gatorade going everywhere. The Xfinity yeah. thing getting thrown off the roof. But the PR people, I mean, perfected it over time to make sure they get everything in. You know, they get the Gatorade towel. He's holding a Coca-Cola. Yeah, but it's kind of like nice. It's pretty, it's, I guess it's, it's more refined than the Fresh Fresh interview which almost in my mind makes it better, but there's also a lot more raw emotion as well, because there's more people celebrating that victory uh, there. But I guess you have guys running out on pressure. I don't know, man, you can go either way. I was going to go into a uh, victory lane rankings, like top five. And I really don't have them in order, but I'm going to say Pocono's number is in there. Bristol's one. Uh, Thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. I really don't think any of that. All the SMI ones are the exact same, so those are probably out. I like the Sonoma one. What about Vegas, where it's kind of back in a fan area? Where's the Vegas one again? It's like it's surrounded by the garages. Oh, the it's right garages. there. That one's cool. I like the Homestead one though too. The That's Homestead nice. one's like it's like right there. That one's cool. So I'm going to say Homestead, Pocono, Bristol. What about Michigan's? Michigan's is on the front straightaway, right? It's literally on the front straightaway. It's like behind the pit wall. or uh, In front of the pit wall. Well, yeah, on the the fan side of the outer pit wall. I don't know. I'm trying to think of other cool ones. I like the Sonoma one. Uh, 
But, oh, uh, man, what thinking like road courses always have interesting ones. I also say Road America. Uh, it's just a cool looking backdrop to the victory lane. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty nice. But yeah, I think that's it. Wilkesboro's up there, but it's not on the NASCAR schedule as of right now. Yet. It'll probably be there next year. Uh, I read somewhere earlier that they don't think it'll be next year. I think it'll be 2024. Because apparently there's going to be a lot of construction going on next year. If it's next year, it'll be like fall. I wouldn't be surprised if in 24, that's where the all-star race goes. And they have like trucks with them as like a Kickstarter for the weekend. I don't know if you'll see an all-star race. I mean, you never know what these guys are going to do. I don't know. I just think, you know, North Wilkesboro lacks the um, infrastructure around it. Hotels, restaurants, amenities, stuff like that. Granted, Have you, you ever are, been up there? Yeah, I mean, there's not much. There is a town, like, a little bit over. Right. But it's not big enough to support 100,000 race fans. I mean, what are you, an hour from Charlotte? Hour and a half. Yeah. How far from Mooresville would you say Wilkesboro is? Hour. You can stay at Mooresville. I mean, how many racetracks do we go to currently on the schedule that there's really nothing around? Talladega, New Hampshire, Pocono, Michigan. Like half of them. Would you consider Road America? Oh, yeah. Road America for sure. (laughs) There's nothing out there. Vegas. Yeah, but Vegas is like Vegas is close enough. It's That's 20 minutes from yeah. That's a joke. It's not even 20 minutes. Like it's 15 minutes from Fremont. If that. Uh hmm, yeah, I mean there's there's plenty of tracks that are like that, honestly. I'm trying to think, I mean, hell, even Kansas is kind of like that unless you stay at the Great Wolf. Uh, are you driving back and forth for, I guess you're only there for Saturday, right? This weekend? No, we have Friday. We're staying down there. We're tech day Friday. You're staying down Friday? Yeah. Well, we got to be there kind of early on Saturday. So what, like 8 a.m.? Like nine. But that means like leaving at six something, getting up at whatever to get there. It just makes it a lot easier to stay there. No, I'm I saying I got you. I might. I, it's, I'm, I'm on the fence about it. I have a room I, for. I've done that before. And it's like, yeah. Just Darlington, same thing. There's not much around it. No, yeah. There's like, I went through this last time. It's like, where do you go eat there? Buffalo Wild Wings is like the only choice. There's a mellow mushroom in Florence. No way. Yeah. I had no idea. And I guess there's stuff in Florence. Is an outback? Jaw. Throw some shrimp on the Bobby. Camoon. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that's not it's one of those stuff around Darlington. There's hotels around Darlington. Yeah. But that just goes back to Wilkesboro. Like, you, there's no argument against Wilkesboro. You just want to be a contrarian. You you just want to be against like everybody's so happy about Wilkesboro. Why? Why are they happy about it? Yeah, I want to just be. I, I want to be leading the charge of Wilkesboro's overrated of Twitter assholes. That's what you're trying to be the leader because you're you're trying to be the first guy who's like the guy on Twitter saying well, Wilkesboro really isn't even that cool. Exactly, that's me. But it is cool. You haven't even been there. Uh, I have been there. When? When'd you go? I've uh, like when I first moved down here, I'm like, oh man, I'm not that far from North Wilkesboro. Oh, so you were a serious fanboy, and you drove I there was. before anything was even going on. Correct. I think it's cool. I, honestly, I, I got uh, I rode around the track, and just the uphill downhill thing is really cool. Nice, cool. That was a sweet humble brag for all the listeners out there. I, I'm not really a brag. I'm just trying to. Ex- Share no, my I was on. I, I was on. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to share share my experience and maybe give a little insight as to why I like it. But you go ahead. You try to knock me down a peg. Go ahead. 
all you ever do. Uh, I just don't think it's. I think it's a unique racetrack. What are you talking about? It's a market oversaturation in North Carolina and the North and well, it is a market oversaturation for short tracks. I agree. But I mean, what are you going to do? You got, you got Martinsville right there. You Martinsville, Richmond, right Bristol, now Wilkesboro, all four short tracks to be in a five hour radius. Right. So if I'm a fan who lives in Mooresville, North Carolina, you can't go to all. I agree with that. That was some YouTube video, I, and I watched it. But where else do you put one? Middle America. What track? What do you mean? Where do you go? Where else do you go? You build that in Iowa. Iowa already has one, actually, is the, the good thing. Yeah, but it's, it. I think it, it could use a repave. No. No, 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 no. I was perfect just how she is. Bumpy. We haven't raced there in what, two years? I think IndyCar has been racing there. I think Arca races races there. Yeah, they do the East-West showdown thing there. Yeah. I don't know. I... I don't understand why when we go to Iowa, even though in those last few years, why didn't we race at night? The old nationwide races there at night. They just want to make people suffer. It's yeah, exactly. 95 that, degrees yeah, it outside. Sucks. But like the old Iowa races at night, like when what's his name blew up in front of Carl Edwards and he hit him across the line. That was a night Iowa race. And that was awesome. Stenhouse. Stenhouse. Yeah. In the Ricky versus car. Trevor. Yeah. In the Ricky versus Trevor car. Yeah, the no sponsor car. Yeah. Uh, I remember that vividly. I remember sitting in the shop working on a Legends car and watching that on the TV. You're like, wow, maybe I'll do that someday. Wow. Yeah, but we won't race Iowa anymore. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah, we got to go back there. Iowa, Milwaukee, Wilkesboro, even though Matt hates it. He hates the place. With a passion. Yeah, hates it so much he went there when he first moved here. That's when uh, I was a, like a, I was a super NASCAR fanboy. He was a DARF. Yeah, I was Still the is. textbook de- definition of a DARF. How would you describe your transformation of going from a complete DARF to just absolutely hating it? <laughs> a lot of things happened along the way. <laughs> I yeah. love every weekend walking up and down pit road and just pointing out the darfs in my head why there's a a lot of them you wouldn't have a job without them i i know you're like the locals in colorado who are like these tourists yeah well we support your entire economy yeah i'm like these motherfucking townies townies yeah i don't even know what that is i feel like that's a local a townie exactly it was so in college our bar scene intersected with the locals right so you were the problem yeah but the people that we would identify as the problem would be the townies because they just live in the town yeah why wouldn't you try to befriend the locals though that's kind of cool like that would have been a sweet move in college too to be like friends with the the 30 year old uh bar loke no we used to there was a gigantic air show that would come every year Mm-hmm. And all these rich 60, 65 year old dudes would come in and it was really funny. All the bars would like for a week would spruce the place up a little bit like nor- these normal dive bars that wouldn't serve food are starting to serve food. They're putting <laughs> tables out. They're putting like uh tablecloths over everything. I'm like, wow, this could be a really cool place. They only do it for like two weeks out of the year. But these old dudes would come in and just want to rage. So they like they would do ridiculous drink specials, like buy one, get two free. What? Yeah. It was called Triple Cripple. <laughs> Wisconsin's built different when it comes to drinking. Man. So like you could legitimately during this time, you could walk out of the house with $20 in your pocket to go drink. You could get absolutely ham boned, order a pizza, walk back to your place with at least seven dollars still in here that, that was a good thing about texas state i mean you couldn't maybe you couldn't get the pizza for twenty dollars but you could get somewhere for twenty dollars 
in college town, like college bars, it's kind of crazy. Now, if you go somewhere, it's like, oh yeah, this beer will be seven dollars. I know. And thank you very much. It's like, Where's oh, we, <laughs> yeah, we have a craft cocktail menu. We only use the finest liquors, and it's a fourteen, fifteen dollar mixed drink that they use, like a pre mixed drink, and put a splash of alcohol in. And you're yeah, like, you could be, you could be buying the menu at Taco Bell for some of the the place like what you pay for a drink at some of these places yeah the 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 certified mixologist places are absolute shams yeah unless you're like lighting stuff on fire maybe like i'm not paying 13 dollars for a drink or like the bougie places that like trap it underneath some smoke a smoke glass and they bring the glass they they bring it to your table and they reveal it and you're like Dude, I just wanted like an old fashioned. I don't know, dude. I might take that. Like, I might. I mean, that's like going to. You might take that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I might do that. Uh, It's like a hibachi restaurant. You're paying for the experience. No, I'm paying for the drink. I don't care about the experience. Well, see, you should just get the bottom shelf old fashioned if you don't want to get the whole show of it. That's usually what I try to do, but then they're like, "Well, we don't offer that." I'm like, "Here's what you do, motherfucker." Give me two dashes of bitters. Give me an ice. Uh, no, not an ice cube. Give me a sugar cube, a cherry, and an orange peel. Muddle it up. Give me a little bit of sour mix. Put it the rest in with whiskey. That's it. Plastic oh, yeah. bottle whiskey. Yeah. Give me uh, Kessler. Give me a nice Kessler. Smooth as silk. Ugh. Plastic bottle whiskey sounds gross. I've never even had it. It's an experience. What? What's it? Kessler? That's a brand. Kessler's brand. Um, what's another good one? Usually, when uh, I'm going plastic, Evan bottle. Evan Williams is like a straight knockoff. Yeah, of, Evan Williams was glass bottle, wasn't it? Oh, for me, it was it was plastic. Oh, well, well I think plastic bottle liquor. I think like Burnett's. Taka, Burnett's, uh, Stoli. Stoli. I think Taka more than anything. I I when I think of plastic bottle alcohol, it's just brunettes. Because they made yeah. everything. Yeah, they had like flavors too. Oh <laughs> Burnett's could strip paint at I think at one point. <laughs> really bring back some college memories now. Yeah. Not freshman not memories, year. Nightmares. Freshman, freshman year nightmares. I've never been able to look at a, a case of uh, Natty Light the same. I never really went down that road. I never uh, succumbed myself to that. There was one point where I was drinking Red uh, Red Dog because it was nine ninety nine for a thirty rack. What? Excuse me, nine ninety nine? Yeah, nine dollars and ninety nine cents for thirty beers. I don't remember what it was, but we used to get a H E B brand beer. It's called Frio, and then they had Frio 6.0, which was 6% alcohol. Woo, doggy. <laughs> the, wor- the worst I've ever seen is we went snowboarding once, and we stopped at this gas station, and the beer was called Beer 30. <laughs> that was the brand. And it, was, it had a grape aftertaste. That's weird. It was gross. Yeah, I had this weird, like, speaking of expensive beers, cheap beers, expensive drinks. I had this... Uh, blackberry beer the other day it was like some kind of sour absolutely delicious so good it has looked like grape juice but it was so damn good and they brought it to me this little fancy glass you paid 12 dollars for it probably something like that something along those lines isn't that crazy like four or five years ago you were drinking natty light for two dollars a can and now you're drinking. It's the come up, baby. I still have a PBR from time to time. Only if it's gluten free. No, nah, dude, pippers are the way to go. That's my classic it, snowboard beer. Whenever I go snowboarding and want a snowboard trip, it's nothing else but pass. But I only I only do that because I uh, always saw the guys in the snowboard shop growing up. It would be like noon at the snowboard shop and they'd be like putting boards together for people paps in hand every time you need to get them on the car 
I know. I'll be sweet. I've tried, I think. I don't remember. So Coming many tries and so many tries and fails on the all failures on this end. Yeah. It's a tough game. It's a tough not, game. Not it's true. a long I game. You, I got you a, a PSA announcement thing, but it was uh it was like pulling teeth with you. No, it wasn't. It was like that with them, dude. They wanted me to change like and then it looked like a hostage video when you Yeah, they were it. like they wanted me to make sure I put the apostrophe in it. And I'm like, dude, I'm just talking. I don't, I, you, you don't need to look at my script that. Yeah. Like, the, the 50 mess ups that I have on my phone, all classics. They really are. But yeah, good old, you go from PBR to Blackberry Sours. This has gone off the rails. Welcome to NASCAR. <laughs> Welcome to the line. Yes. Well, this is a NASCAR podcast where we talk about getting belligerently drunk in college and i never said i did that i never said i did that no i've been belligerently drunk in college i mean i'm just not gonna say it (laughs) i'll go on record and say it i'm not scared well 10-4 10-4 it's good to know matt well you're from wisconsin though uh yeah going to darlington this weekend what are you expecting out of darlington uh, it's going to be hot. You think it's going to be hot? Yeah. Did I mention this last episode, how they were wearing jackets and days of thunder at the Darlington race? Yes. We, we went full in depth on this one. I, I, I can't get that out of my head. Maybe the schedule was different back then. Yeah. Maybe they're racing in February in Darlington. Cause it's about the only time you need a damn jacket. Uh, maybe in like the end of September. Nope. Not at all. Not at all. It'll still be hot at that. I can promise you. I don't know. I mean, Darlington, it's just going to be whoever has the most tires left. Yeah. Plain and simple. This is true. I mean, that's like, that's like, like I was saying earlier, like you always think about uh, having it like saving a set, not pitting one time and then getting that miracle caution, but no one ever really goes for it. And there might be one guy who's like, screw it, dude, screw it. We're doing it. The problem is, is if you're running 23rd and you don't put tires on, you're not going to have pace. Like you're not going to have enough pace for enough time to go by for their tires to be worn out and for you to not get lapped. Like you'll probably get lapped at 15 laps if you're running mid pack and the leaders put on tires. Unless you, I mean, because you're going to stay out, then you're in front and you're getting passed. So then you're losing even more time because you can't even run at the proper pace. You can't even run your own line. Just what, do you think it, what do you think is the cutoff to getting new tires? 15 laps? 15 laps. If you, if you can get a fresh set with 15 laps on their tires, you're blasting to the front. Like quickly. Because they'll have already slowed down a second. Like what if we're midway through stage two? Right. Say stage two is 65 laps. Yeah. You have 30 laps on your tires. Are you staying out? Wait, in a cup race or Xfinity race? Xfinity race. Oh, you got to stay. You don't have enough tires. In a cup race, you have enough sets that you can, but in an Xfinity race, your stage won't be 60 laps, I don't think. Or maybe, maybe I don't. Are you going to have full allotment? I believe so, yeah. Why not? We've talked on this podcast where no, I mean we I, we had every other race uh, prior, so I'm assuming yeah. Like when you raced for Mike, you had a set laying. In well, the pit. every other race prior this year, we've had every set of tires you need. We've never been like, oh, we and in Darlington, you have to have them. It's like you have you, you have can't them. you can't skimp tires at Darlington. You just can't. Darlington is the one place I've had to go to the infield care center, not for myself, but for a driver. Really? Yep. I think I've only been once this year prior to last weekend. It sucks. Like I said, reading numbers on iPads like the most annoying, annoying thing in the world. And then like they're, I mean, they're, they're doing their job. They're helping you, obviously. Giving you drugs. No, but I mean, like they hooked, they had, they had two different finger things this time. Like they clamped one on my left hand and one on my right hand, which has never happened before. 
never seen them do that. I don't know what they both were. I know one's a, a CO2 monitor, which I don't know how the heck it can tell that through your finger. Uh, the amount of carbon dioxide in your blood. How does it, it? There's no blood. There's no there's no blood anywhere. It can get it through your skin. Really? Yeah. Damn. Technology these days. Just like how people can, with diabetes can check their blood sugar without having to prick their finger. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. You've never seen the people with the pat? Like, it looks like they have, like, a a smoker's patch on the back of their arm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I have seen that's, that. I thought that was a smoker's patch. No, it's for people with diabetes. I did not know that. My yeah. grandma always did the prick on the finger. Yeah, we've we've advanced from that. Huh. You learn a crazy. lot of stuff tonight. I am. Like I said, you learn something new every podcast. That's what they say. Uh, and this will be the second podcast out this week. It is. It's not quite a bonus episode because the one last week just never got put up. And that's my bad. I want to formally apologize for that. We left Wednesday, which is normally when I email the person to throw it up. And uh, what are you doing with that? And uh, I just totally forgot. We got to Daytona and I didn't even think about it. And you had too much. I did have someone come up to me. I wish I remembered his name. Because he asked me at the race, I was like, what's up? No podcast this week. I'm like, sorry, man. Yeah, I totally forgot to put it up. But he said he was a listener, which is really cool. Yeah, I I talk on this podcast like no one's actually listening. So when people actually ask me about it, I I had a a driver come up to me this week and be like, hey, man, how's the podcast going? He's a late model driver. I'm like, "Uh, I guess it's going well. He's yeah. like, oh man, I'm a serious listener. I listen to all the episodes. I'm like, I personally don't really care. What an ass. No, I was I was pumped, I was pumped whenever that dude came up to me. I'm like, hell yeah. I was dude. I was actually trying to do my actual job. The one that I get paid for. So you're just like shooing them away. Well, he was like trying to small talk me in the in the hauler when I'm trying to work. I'm like, yeah, man, that's cool. Thanks. Yeah. And it was someone who couldn't get the hint. You're about. like you're like the Kyle Bush of podcasting. If that's hey, if that's the hat I gotta wear, I'm fine with that. I shouldn't have said that. Gassed you up too much right there with that yeah. comment. No, I should have thought of someone who wasn't so cool. Good. <laughs> but it's just a short talker like that. Uh yes. But I mean, think about what drivers do like when they're trying to walk to their car. People want to talk. Talk to him. No. You're the silent hero card, not even looking at him. Get out of my face. I would do something like that. Uh, no, this weekend, this weekend, this weekend, I did an interesting piece of content. Um, kind of did an AMA with the fans on Reddit during all of the, uh, the rain. You're a big game. Reddit guy, huh? That's where, that's where the hardos of NASCAR live. I just like the toxic Twitter. And they sent me a bunch of Skittles. Really? They sent me like a five pound bag of Skittles. Not bad. Surprised they weren't trying to poison you. I mean, they could. I I wouldn't put it past. You're still standing though. I'm still standing. So if you tried, I've ate at least six handfuls of Skittles. So (laughs) joke's on you. They can't take Matt down too powerful not without a flight well i mean if you punch me in the back right now i think i'd go down is your back still messed up still messed up did you go to the doctor i went to the chiropractor they said it would cost three grand for me to get right three thousand so you're like seriously messed up what do you like, yeah. what's what's the difference between regular chiropractic and like oh you're in pain let's gouge this guy a little bit let's get some extra money out of him yeah it's it's not great Oh, you're feeling fine. That'll be $50. Oh, you're hurting really bad. Three grand. What the hell is that? That's kind of messed it's up. Like a, it's like a, 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 one, a six month program to get my body realigned. I kind of need that. Whenever uh, those people came to the shop and scanned us that time, he was like, you are messed up. And I'm like, I'm not really surprised. 
driving, like racing my whole life. Yeah. Probably my back is messed up, but yeah. They're like, yeah, you have scoliosis in your back. Well, they, I don't have scoliosis. And look at, look at, I don't know. Nobody can see this, but he just tried to readjust himself. Yeah. He felt like he was an asshole. Yeah. I feel, I'm self-conscious. I'm oh, I know. So she's like, oh yeah, you carry like your neck is really messed up. It's the most messed up thing. And it's like, it puts a lot of tension on your shoulders and stuff. And ever since she has said that my shoulders have been hurting so bad. Like really? my hurt. <laughs> it's one of those things. You put a like, spell on you. Yeah. Now my, like, now it's gonna be five grand. Cause now she's like, oh, now I'm readjusting. She's like, yeah. your head's forward. So it's like, it's off your body. So you're spending way like you're expending a lot of energy to hold your head up. I'm like, Oh, that's preposterous. And then you got like, that gamer neck. And then I'm like, damn, my neck hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when that happens. Yeah. So it's going to cost three grand in nine months of my life to get back to what a normal person. Did you get like. a second opinion? Did you get another chiropractic shop? no, I don't do that. Did you did you Google maybe a, a do-it-yourself? Uh, no, I have a healthcare professional that lives in my house. Maybe a wiki how to get your back fixed? Like I said, I have a, I'm a health professional in my house. And she's like, yeah, I don't, I don't really know. Just so uh, that helps. Just Thank try you. the like standing on back method. Like lay down on your stomach. Have someone walk on your back. Yeah, I'm sure that's gonna fix the scoliosis. It's either it's either gonna it's either gonna help or it's gonna make it way worse. And for the sake so, of the listeners, I think you gotta try it. So in case it's way worse. To the listeners out there, the pit crew lifestyle is not very glamorous. It really messes you up. Well, obviously. I mean, so like I said, the, the driving doesn't help either on your back, especially uh if it starts raining going into turn one at Daytona. <laughs> in the next gen car. Yeah, did you see that Denny's not running the, the Xfinity race? Good. Because he's hurt? Or he who's doesn't want to... Christopher Bell's running. Christopher Bell's going to run it. Oh, another guy who got into a pretty decent... Was he in something this week? He was in the 20 car. Shut up. I'm saying a crash. Yeah, he was one of the first people out of the race. Oh. Well, I'm saying the people in that rain wreck, because those oh. guys that were top line, like Denny... Daniel Hamrickin, there was someone else. Justin when, they, when their cars like slid sideways and then it overcorrected and they smacked the wall, they hit hard as hell. One thing that was interesting to me is uh, Justin Haley made some comments basically saying like F NASCAR and all this stuff. Yeah. And then about 20 to 30 minutes later, rescinded his comments. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, you can't, can't bite the hand that feeds you. Makes you think. He's not in a position like a like a guy who's been in the sport for so long. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't. Can you elaborate? I mean, like Denny. Like Denny will will Denny will run through the mud. He doesn't care. He's done it. He's been there, done that. And people might listen to him, but someone like Justin Haley, good driver, but he hasn't been there that long. So he doesn't have the the seniority to go after NASCAR like that. Does that make yeah. sense? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's my opinion. I'm not saying what I'm saying is fact right now, but I mean, that would be my thoughts too. Like if I went off and said something like that, like heat of the anger, heat of the moment anger, and I'm like, oh, I probably shouldn't have said that. You know switching I mean? gears, switching gears. Have you heard the uh, this viral TikTok going around? The it's corn kid. No, well, actually, I have, but it annoys the hell out of me. So I mean, I like tic- the one where it's the the cop car chasing after him. It's like it's cool. It's cool when they do it. It's a problem when I do it. I love that one. <laughs> what infuriates me about social media is when I put effort into a video, like when I put like serious effort into a video, it does nothing. Yeah, but then. Goes. When I put zero effort into something, it goes great. It's like TikTok can read your mind. Like they know like, okay, he put a lot of thought and effort into this. Let's make it suck. Let's show no one this video. Oh, he just thought of this 15 seconds ago and uploaded it? Viral. I hate that so much. Why? 
That just means you got to put in less effort and do better. Capitalize. Improvise, adapt, overcome, brother. You know what I'm saying? Um, on that note, I think we're good. Yeah, I think we'll probably call it. I'm about tired as all get out, honestly. Uh, so that'll be it for the Richard Petty episode, episode 43, Wheelman of Genius. Uh, and we'll see y'all next time. Make sure to leave a review, five stars, subscribe, smash that like button, swipe up, uh, click that link, uh, you know, follow. Uh, yeah, I think that covers all the bases there. And we'll see y'all next time. Bye. Eric Estep here. This episode is brought to you by Forney Industries. Get it done with green. Forney offers a full line of welding and plasma cutting machines, metalworking accessories, and more. For do-it-yourselfers all the way to professional metalworkers, Forney has everything you need for your next project. Shop Forney's top-of-the-line products at forneyind.com. That's Forney, F-O-R-N-E-Y, ind, I-N-D.com, or at an authorized Forney dealer near you.